Okay. So did you end up getting on the highway? I did. No, yeah, okay. yeah. I only okay. do that. Um, I only do that on the way home from mm -hmm. things uh, because I like to like just chill driving. Got you. Got home you. Home from shows. You know, I like to just take the long route, the small streets. Okay. The lights on in people's houses. You know, see what they're watching on TV. That sort of thing. Mm hmm. How are we doing? We on? Yeah. Oh, we've been on. Okay, oh, good. Dope. Yeah, so I, t I click off the highway. Mm -hmm. There we go. You can't. <laughs> I love that. You can talk while I'm. While I'm no, I, you know, I don't. What am I making a beat of driving? Okay, so do it. Let me do it. Oh, no, 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 no. Like, like so uh, the people watching won't be able to hear the music. Only the people oh. who listen to the. Yeah, so it's like two different things going on at once. Okay, yeah. I was at, I was at the store yesterday, uh -huh. as you do. And uh, great, great set. Went to uh, a party to celebrate a production company 15 years. Funny or die, shout out. Okay. And then I took the long way home. I took the long way home, all down sunset. I don't fuck with the one-on-one at night. I like to see the houses, the people, and, uh, yeah, quiet down with the whole city. I see. I feel it's a risk either way. What's the risk? Well, like, okay. If I get on the highway, you got to deal with someone driving crazy fast, doing wild stuff. Okay. And then if I'm not on the highway, then it's like, oh, I could get pulled over. Yeah, well, you and I have very different realities. <laughs> I'll tell you how good my life is getting pulled over. Do you want to hear this? Yes. Okay, I drove my sister down from Vancouver mm -hmm, mm -hmm. to L.A. Mm -hmm. because she was moving here and we needed to drive the car down. The car is packed. She doesn't have license or registration. She doesn't know where it is. Okay. Okay. She never had it. She bought the car from my never brother. Never had it. She doesn't know. She said maybe somebody gave her a paper. Maybe they didn't. She's okay. a disaster, my little okay. sister. Okay. The glove compartment is just receipts. Mm -hmm, we get mm -hmm. through the Canadian border, no problem. Mm -hmm. They're like, she gave her receipts. They're like, just figure it out. Okay. Yeah. So that's the first point of how you and I are probably different. Mm -hmm. So they let us into the country. We start driving. I'm listening to my Tom Petty. I'm I'm okay. I'm flying down. Okay. Now basically it's one highway, the one I believe, or the one oh one, all the okay. way down. It goes through it goes through neighborhoods. And the speed limit changes. It tends to vary. So you're at seventy five, mm -hmm. you go to fifty five, sometimes it's even forty five, you're through a neighborhood. Oh, th those are the speed traps. Yeah, so I didn't know that, right? So mm -hmm. we're there's nobody on the road but us. I'm flying. Suddenly, flying. there's a car behind us. Yeah. Cop car. We get pulled over. My sister starts doing her best Amber Heard cry. You okay. know, just no yeah. tear cry. Yeah, yeah. Just trying to really do it. The cop is like, it's okay. It happens all the time. He's like this young. It happens yeah, all the like, time. Yeah, he's like, calm down. I'm like, I tell my sister, I'm like, you're not helping. You know, she forgot her sunglasses. So she looks like she's wearing eyeglasses plus my extra sunglasses on her face. She looks insane. Okay, we should have been locked up for that. Okay. Then he goes, he laughs. He he opens it up the car. I'm driving her car. She's got no license or registration. I'm driving her car and he goes and he goes, "Do you know you know what I pulled you over? You're doing 75 in a 45." And I said, "You know what? You got me." 
I'm doing whatever you said I was doing. I was not looking at the speedometer. I'm listening to my tunes. We got, I didn't, I don't know how fast I was going. If you're telling me I was speeding, that's certainly what was happening. Mm -hmm. And he just let us go. That's nuts. Could have been $400. He went back to his car. 30 over, no registration. Yeah. And you said, you got me. I said, you got me. (laughs) And then when he pulled over, my sister said, blue lives matter. To him, so that that's where that's how that. The ended. minute he pulled over, no, as she he like walked went away. to him as he walked away. Blue lives matter. Like, she didn't have to do that. She didn't. Have, it was so funny. That. We all died of laughter. Man, so it's a very different. We're laughing, and you're probably it's the scariest moment of your life. I mean, that's the difference of this country. I've been in a couple roadblocks here, and it's been fine. Really, you okay. know, I think. Uh, this is what I've done that helps is I put a mask on mm. when they come to the car and then they're like, this nerd. I love that. That's smart. You know what? This that rem- guy. <laughs> that reminds me, my, the same sister, she walks home. We, we grew up in really bad neighborhoods and she would do um, the late Starbucks shift. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So maybe get out at 1230 or something whenever the late shift ends. And she would rain or sunshine any time of the night. Or, or sorry, like rain or clear skies, she would have an umbrella. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Walk home with a fucking umbrella like a psychopath. Because yeah. who's going to approach her? She looks insane. Mm-hmm. She's got an umbrella. It's a beautiful evening. There's no reason. So that's what your mask is. It's her umbrella. Yeah, it's my umbrella. Yeah. Well, this is the Inconsistent Podcast with Rob Hayes. I'm here with my guest, Robbie Hoffman. We've known each other for... At least five years now, yeah, right? Probably about five years since I, I got here. I remember dis- distinctly uh, five years ago, we did a, a showcase oh. for IFC at the stand. Oh, yeah. And I remember that day. I remember uh, for a, a couple reasons. One thing is that that was my my father's birthday. He was in the Happy hospital. I wasn't able to go. I didn't know that that was going to be the last birthday I could spend with him. That's insane. But I was in New York, and I had that showcase that night. And I remember everyone bombing. Like it was just really? like 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 it was it was a showcase. They told us it was a showcase, and then it ended up being like a corporate event. Right. You know? Yeah. For like like the you know, the salespeople or whatever. Right. So then it's like, oh, this is not even industry. People started going up there. They had been clearly partying all day. Mm. And in my head it was like I am missing out on something important. I'm I'm not worried about these people. Right. I'm about to like like I I'm about to win. Right. And so I remember having a good set. I remember you having a good set and also having that attitude of, I don't care. Some people put the yeah. pressure of like, I want to get in this club, the pressure of, I want to make these people, you know, like, yeah. and me and you was just like, Rob to Rob. Rob to Rob. We was not worried about those people at all. No, I, I you see, because when you were saying everyone bombing, I'm like, I don't remember bombing. No, no, and no. So that's, so that's a good, thank to, you. Thank yeah, you for yeah, clearing the record yeah. here. <laughs> Thank you for clearing the record. But, um, yeah, you know what the thing is? The truth is, is I care all the time. Really? Yeah. I, I care. I'm like, 
here, I look at it like two ways. There's like the Pete Davidson, the 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 high, doesn't care, whatever. And there's something super charming about that to yeah. me. I enjoyed his special. Mm -hmm. I'm the opposite. I'm like the Taylor Swift in comedy. Really? I put out a lot. I care a lot. I always care about anything I do. It doesn't. It doesn't mean that. But I'm able to deliver mm -hmm. and care. I mm -hmm. um, it doesn't impede my ability to perform well. I think because I care, I always do pretty well. Um, and killing is a part of me caring. I think it's not that I don't care. I will say that because it's like talk your talk. No, because it's like it's like. <laughs> I think I've a lot never, of people don't I've care. I've never heard someone like like brag in this way. This I know, is I this know. is amazing. This is because the way I why I've come <laughs> to this kind of positive self talk uh -huh. is I didn't really grow up with any type of encouragement. Nothing, nothing like that. You know, like my parents. I don't. You know, if it's any consolation, I don't have a father. Um, so I don't really. Nobody came to see a recital. None of that ever happened. So I became my own parent okay. proud of you my own when you do well i'm not gonna demean that i'm gonna mm -hmm. say you did well rob okay. i always look back at my seven-year-old self and i go i am doing everything in my power to get you there rob i look at the little you girl want me I to was. be your seven-year-old no, 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 no. i'm talking rob me Oh. Okay. I look at my little, but I want that for you as well, Rob. I also do want that for you. I was as like, well. well, I gotta be we you at seven. No, we would have been friends at seven. But I look back at the little girl, me at seven, like poor, not encouraged. My mother, if anything, I mean, my mother loved us, but she was like an old school, like the type of like meat and potatoes on the, you know, these kids are going to be fed, they're going to be sheltered, mm -hmm. and they're going to be educated, period. That's it. It's no frills. So, you know, my mother, it's not that she didn't encourage, but we were never told we could be, if anything, we were discouraged from trying, you know, listen, there's certain things that aren't for you. You know, my mother would tell my brothers if they failed the quiz or something, school's not for everyone. You know, oh, so wow. it was that type of thing. Mm -hmm. So I have become self-parentified in some way. Mm. And I've wanted to be the parent that I didn't have to the to the kid. I look at my seven-year-old self and I said, we are going there, Rob. We're not little Robbie. We're not. <laughs> we're going to we're going to do what we can for you. And so that's why I don't when I do well, I think there's a tendency in our business for people to be like, I did OK. I go, no, you did really well, Robbie. I'm proud of you. Mm. And I just don't demean those things anymore. When I used to make a mistake and stuff and I still have this as a problem, I go, idiot. Mm. Because when I was a kid, my mother would say, you dumb. Don't be a dumb bunny. Don't be a dumb bunny. She would call me a honey bunny or okay. a dumb bunny. Okay. So it's like, so I used to have, a, and she didn't mean it. You know, she was disciplining and preparing us for the world, mm -hmm. you know, without the resources that we had to compete. So she was really toughening us up. But I've brought that softness back, and I've gotcha. overcompensated for it. Gotcha. I'm always like, if I did well, you're going to know. A I'm honey, not going to sugarcoat it. Yeah, I'm not going to sugarcoat it. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to, you know. So that's why I say that is, okay. is it's part of a process of like it's okay to care. It's okay to do well, and it's okay to love what you – It's all of it is okay. Okay. Yeah, So th so that's, you know – kind of how I feel. I had another thought. Um, you know, it's like when I was doing the cellar, when I was, you know, I, I got past, um, thank you. 
I got past this past year there, and I had my first week in there, killer, like six shows, everything amazing, amazing. And then Gnome, uh, the owner there, said he was going to watch me. He was going to watch me. Mm-hmm. And I never get nervous. But again, I care always, right? Yeah. So I got nervous that he was going to come watch me because, again, I never had it. So that makes me nervous. And I didn't do necessarily as well. I was nervous because Mm -hmm. and I cared. So it wasn't the best of the shows. Every other show had been great. And then the next time when I saw him, I thought, oh, maybe they're not. They gave me a million spots, whatever. I could tell he said, I, no, I'm not. I, I'm disappointed. I said, no, I never had nobody look at a recital, come to me, support me, that type of thing. So do not tell me you're going to come to see me and then expect nothing. OK, you don't fucking tell me when you come to watch me. You want to watch me do what I do. You be like everybody else. And the next time I went, he snuck in. Okay. I could see him in the corner of my eye okay. as I was really flying on stage. Yeah, yeah. And you know the feeling. And then I saw him walk up and I said, I knew you'd come watch me again and you'd do it properly. And I could tell you want to give me a hug. And he's not a very sensitive guy. I forced a hug on him. Wow. Um, and it was very nice. But it's like, yeah, I'm not used to, I'm used to like, I could do the biggest. I don't care how big the show is. I don't mm-hmm. care what famous people are there. But if mm-hmm. somebody tells me they care and they're going to come to see me, that's what puts pressure on me. If somebody really? nice, somebody who wants for me good comes to it's I'm not used to that. You need to build anything like 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 doing stand up. The more you do it, the better you are mm-hmm. like homework. You know, if you keep on with your homework, kids, you, you know, you, you, you know, the process of doing it as I get more comfortable with those caring coming to watch me, I'll get better at having them there, but it is a new experience for me. I didn't grow yeah. up with the baseball game and the people go in and, you know, and that's it. Even parent-teacher interviews, my mother, and it's not a woe is me. It's just, this is the way I am for mm-hmm. this reason. I used to like shun going back and looking at how we are and being like, just move on, just move on. And then as I've like grown, I'm like, no, we are that exactly because of, you know, where we came from. But mm. um, yeah, it's just... That's the way I am now. Um, do you like, do you think there was, there's another scenario where you're doing something other than what you're doing right now? If I wasn't doing this, I'd be, um, a rabbi at the first ever mega synagogue. A rabbi? Yeah. Do. Like a mega shul. Do rabbis like preach? They do. It's more, it's less preach. It's more um, like a, a, a critical look at a story for the values of it. Do they ever bring up like hot topics and like what's yes. going on and yes. stuff? Yes. So like they would be talking about Kanye and Kyrie and yeah, stuff right some. now? I don't know anything about the Kyrie thing because I don't follow basketball. But yeah, they might be talking about the Kanye. Some won't, some will. Mm-hmm. You know, it's all mm-hmm. subjective, depends. You know, I'm sure there's some synagogues who don't know who Kanye is. You know, the more religious you get, they're not going to really, they drown out all the noise. They assume anti-Semitism is rampant all the time. So one celebrity blowing up or another, but more secular um, synagogues, uh, I I think, would be talking about it. Now, I haven't been to synagogue. I'm not going to a synagogue and risking my life being blown up. So I'm not going there. So I don't know what they're talking about. But not the, not touching that? No, no. Because the last time I went to synagogue, they got one security guard there. He's sitting on a chair. The place is enormous. 
How's he going to get from one end to the He's not going to get anywhere. I'm I've, not going. I've been to plenty of churches where I didn't think they had any security. I, I wasn't, you know. Yeah, synagogues, though, are more, you know, synagogues is, uh, blowing up a synagogue is, is becoming a bit of a, a trend. Really? Yeah, Pittsburgh, there was, uh, yeah, there's a, a tree of life, you know, they're going Jeez. in. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm praying at home. God okay. is with me okay. wherever I go. I don't need to be going to this building filled with Jews and some domestic terrorists. What dream? Can I ask a question? Go. Okay. I don't think I should say Jews. Okay. I feel like I should only say Jewish people. Is that correct? I, I, you know what? I would have the same question about saying blacks versus black people i think we say black people yeah right black no is when not... someone says blacks i'm like mm, i'm not with it real yeah I'm exactly not with it. jews is the I'm same thing i think you have the same the same inclination i think it feels the same and it really depends how you're saying it if you said it i know where your heart intent is everything mm-hmm, intent mm-hmm. is i don't i would not that i could give a pat you know but if we're talking friend to friend I know, I just know you. Yeah. Um, I don't take a problem. Some people might take a problem. I think, I think the way it's Jews is been very, it's almost they're taking the word from us and making it a bad word. Almost yeah. like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and they tend to take words from us and, and move around what they mean. Um yeah, I, I don't I, want it to become a bad word, and many things do become a bad word. The word Zionist, for instance, is a bad word. If we said it in English, it would just mean the right to exist mm-hmm, as, mm-hmm. A, as a state. Um, but now it's been so it's it's been so um, utilized against us. You know, it, mm-hmm. it's been so the word has been reclaimed. By yeah, not us, other yeah. people have claimed the word now and used it on us, and we're just saying it means this thing. Of course, it's also in Hebrew, which feels offensive if somebody goes, "Oh, you're a," Z-. it's like, "Don't speak Hebrew to me." Okay. Speak English to me. Don't use my own language against mm-hmm. our people. Mm-hmm. A, you don't know my views on anything. But just that word, the venom in the word that it's used now, it it, it means the right to exist okay. as a Jewish state. Okay. So if you want to say that to me, say that whole sentence. Say that whole sentence in English. Don't use Hebrew to me. And I fear, and that doesn't at all indicate how I feel one way or another. I'm just talking about the sure. context of using the Hebrew language mm-hmm. with venom back at a Jew is is troubling to me. Speaking, yeah. do not use my language. Yeah, and then, and then, so I feel like Jewish is having the same almost claim. I see it being reclaimed by groups that aren't within us. And I do worry about the word Jews and and how it lands now, kind of like what you're saying. Because I Mm -hmm. think Jews would have been okay, but it's becoming less and less okay because it is removing our humanity from us. I kind of give a pass to the older generations when they say it. Right, Because all their terms are outdated, Mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. Like, Mm -hmm. I have people in my family, they say that one. They say Oriental. They say, you know, like, they they hold, they never converted to the the latest update, you know? And so I, I understand that. But it's the same feeling. Like if somebody called me an Afro American, I'd be like, clearly, you you are making choices to do that because yeah. you you right there by African American. 
Like you're you're so close. Oh, you but know? they shorten it to the afro. They shorten it to the afro, which was I think when the afro was prevalent, I think probably could slide. Right. When it was like, all right, that's better than something else you could call me. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Hey, you didn't call me Jive Turkey, you called me Afro American, fine. But I think like anytime after that it's like, all right. What are you doing? Yeah, yeah. We have that with all, you know, every every identity that we carry. You know, the word dyke for me. You know, I okay. can say dyke, but unless I a friend. Never could. Never gay could. guys say it. They get away with it. I don't know if I could say the F-bomb for gay guys. Um, I feel like if we were friends, I feel like dyke should be re- reserved for the dyke community. But again, friends, I allow a pass. You know, I, I don't know. I, somebody who really knows me and is using the the word to know me, mm-hmm. it's all about intent, all of these words. How are you using it? Is there venom in it? Are you making a point at it? Are you suggesting a point about me about it? Are you suggesting you assume how I feel about something without asking me or talking me? You know, so it's all about intent. But, I, yeah. I, uh, I listen to a podcast where they use it as a verb and they put an I-N-G on it. And they seem seem like they having fun when they doing it. Yeah, exactly. But I always feel like that's their fun. Yeah, exactly. I don't I don't have to have fun that way. Yeah. I have so many ways that I can have fun. You know, they they seem like they're having a blast when they saying it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But yeah, I'm I'm just gonna be an observer. Yeah, exactly. It's just about, you know, I agree. What was your favorite toy as a child? We're getting sad again. Um, okay. No, okay. So, not, no, 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 no. Nah, it's nah, okay. Nah. I don't, I don't, the thing is, is I didn't, we didn't have tons of toys. I think I probably liked arts and crafts a lot. I okay. like paint by numbers. I love easel? like art kit. Yes. That okay. sort of thing. Yeah. Okay. Put up the easel, paint by yeah. numbers. Yeah. I liked painting. I liked crafting. I like construction paper. I like uh, pipe cleaners. Okay. I like popsicle sticks. What you, what you doing with the pipe cleaner? I'm making shit. Like like what? You know, you could twist, you could make a little man, you could put googly eyes on him. Okay, okay. You know? Mm-hmm, I mm-hmm. like that, like making little felt man. You making ever, bracelets. You ever get the, um, the, the toilet paper roll? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, Hit yeah. Hit that up, with, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah, yeah. now you can make animals. Yeah, you put feet, you know? Yeah, you put, you put a pipe cleaner right through the toilet paper arm for hands and mm-hmm. then you could add fingers mm-hmm. put the googly eyes that's so nothing better okay maybe okay. one big googly eye one small one that's always fun so he's Ooh. got some fucked up eyes okay okay and then draw glasses i always had glasses draw glasses okay. on him okay i so, was always jealous of glasses i got in trouble for wearing fake glasses in middle school in trouble yeah what, what, what's what's sir because my you... parents was like, you're going to mess up your eyes when, like, trying to, like, go to school with these fake glasses Oh, because they had, but like, I... lenses, but they weren't prescription. Mm-hmm, yeah, the mm-hmm. lens, we don't know what that would do. No, yeah, and, yeah, no, I got the glasses from the beauty supply store. So it wasn't a reliable yeah, no, no, place no, 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 that's not... to get glasses from. But I, I just thought it would be cool if I wore glasses. Yeah. I wore fake glasses in college. That's embarrassing. I did. <laughs> I I dated this girl for a second who was like, when are you going to wear your glasses like around me? It's okay. Like, I know you wear glasses. And it's like, no, I don't. Yeah. I only wear glasses when I go to, like, on the bus and stuff. Like, I'm. I can't. That's too embarrassing for me to bear. 
Yeah, listen, we're all trying to find ourselves. You want it to be cool, you my, know. My nobody first... thinks glass is cool, but Rob Hayes. No, 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 no. This this era was a like vest, fedora, fake glasses okay. era. You had the fedora the, too. The Clark Kent era of fashion. You had fedora too. I had That's a fedora. Scary. It was plaid. I had like a tartan fedora that I would wear, and then like the back of my vest was vest. tartan. Yeah, t-shirt vest era. <laughs> <laughs> you fake Clark Kent glasses, horn rim glasses, that era. That's where I started stand up. I started stand up in that era and I would be so nervous about the the crowd, I'd be a wreck. And so the fake glasses would blare out with the spotlight. I couldn't see anything. And then I could oh, just brutal. go up there and be myself. It was great. Great. Yeah, no, I find I'm much better you know, I'm kind of almost an exaggerated version of myself on stage because mm-hmm. I get to be the more me, the better it is. So mm-hmm. I give it stage time for me is like the chance to be the most me I want to fucking be. OK. And I it's interesting because people go, how do you do that? And I'm sure you get this all the time. How do you get up there? It sort of it's like once the lights are on, once I'm on that stage, I feel great. Yeah. It's the small interactions off of stage that make me anxious. It's the small talk. It's responding to an email. Mm-hmm. Do I put this word, that word, a comma, whatever? You know, it's that makes me uncomfortable. You know, this yeah. is the second close speaking to another like-minded person. Mm-hmm. Makes me feel more comfortable. But the most comfortable the I get part. is when I'm in the groove on stage and feeling the I get to be the most me. Nobody gets to tell me not to be me. Yeah. And I just, yeah. Yeah. Flying like that. It's no, it's it's a blast and it's yeah. it's, it's a rush. Yeah. Um for sure. What what would you say um if you could be any animal, what animal would you be? Hmm. Maybe a wolf. My a grandfather wolf? always liked wolves because he would say and I was very close to my grandfather, um he would say that a wolf Seems very aggressive. Okay. You know, but a wolf is actually, you know, a wolf is a very kind and familial animal. Didn't They're know that. They're so good to their family, but they will get aggressive if you fuck with their family. You know what? Wolves are marketed. They aren't marketed like that. Yeah. They're just marketed as as aggressive and tough right. and trying to trick sheep. Right. You know? It's like I so didn't know the ki- marketing campaign with wolf. I haven't been following the latest marketing. A wolf, a wolf in sheep's clothing, right? Little Red Riding Hood, the big right. bad wolf. You right. know, like right. you, you know, like the, yeah. You have the examples. My God, I mean, pop culture. They always making wolf. You know, the yes. werewolf. That's true. You know, they're always making wolves out to be alpha blood, just terrible. Yeah, and that's the not the case. They'll do anything for their family. That's it. I like that. Okay. What would you be? What would I be? Um, I'm probably going to be like something that's in the trees chilling. Yeah. You know, like I don't know if it's a sloth, if it's a, a panda bear, if it's a koala bear, but yeah. I'm going to be I'm going to be in the You're trees chilling. chilling. Yeah. yeah. See, I'm in the watching wolf the den. show. Yeah, I'm in the mm-hmm. den with my little pups. Okay. We're okay. cozy. We just got a fresh sheep. Okay. It's after dinner. Okay. We're chilling too. Do you think, okay, so 
Do you think wolves in sheep clothing came from a real situation? You think they really found a wolf out here, like yeah. fake sheeping? Maybe, maybe wolves like roll around on sheep's blood or something and and sheep fur to try and like pretend, you know, with the smells, fake them out. It's pretty smart. It's, yeah, it's also scary. It's very scary. It's also scary. No, I would only want to be a, a wolf. You know, I, I would. I don't want to be me as I want to be a wolf. You know, I don't want to pretend be. I don't want to get fucked. But if I was a wolf, yeah, yeah, it's a weird. I don't want to be still the human version of me in a wolf. What, what do you mean? You don't I would want just want to be, want like to be a, a full. Wolf? If, if I had to be an animal, I'd just be the wolf. But it's not like oh, I have my human brain. I'm like Robbie now. I'm a wolf. That's scary too. Okay. Okay. That would that would freak me out. Yeah. No. I don't want to suddenly be a wolf. Yeah. No, if I got if I got my brain, yeah, as a human, but I can't be a human, I'm probably gonna be a a cat or a dog. Oh yeah, because then cat I'm gonna... I'm treated like a baby. Yeah, my whole life, just like yeah, it's the best. Looked after everything. You That's know? the best. The cat so, is yeah. a good life. The mm-hmm. dog is a good life, actually. Cat's a good life because you it, there's an expectation there that you can be a little independent. So if I got my human brain, I can go. You know, watch your shit. Go back past the store. You know, yeah. look at a newspaper yeah. that's on the ground. You know, yeah, yeah. Catch up with what's going on. Come back. Yeah, that's get some true. food. You know. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. What is the point? So this podcast, you said you're going <laughs> to tell me a rule about it. Yes. So the rule is no googling, no looking anything up. Oh, good. That's really the only. Yeah, I rule. never do that on a podcast. I hate that. I hate that when people have like their opinions that they make on the spot because to me it's like that's not you i just hear heard you learn a part of a thing and now you're going to try to form an opinion about it no you know? i know it's too much i much rather just hear what you got and if you don't got it i can look it up okay, i can make great. up my own thoughts great i yeah. i like that we don't have, and we don't have to be fact based you know what we I find? We I don't find have that to be fact-based. Don't sue us. Anything we say journalists. is not. We're not journalists. We're we clowns. didn't double-check. We didn't single-check. No. There's no checks here. We're not checking nothing, okay? We're not checking nothing. We're not checking nothing. It's like when mm-hmm. people come after comedians. Well, this comedian said this and that, or I don't know what, you know, some famous comedian, she was saying this, or he was saying that. It's like, yeah, they're comedians. This is not Anderson Cooper. Most comedians trying to make you laugh. That's it. Most of them. Some of them are not. Some of them just, they up there trying to do something else. But most of them trying to make you laugh. Yeah. Or just, yeah. And, you know, it's not even like trying to make you laugh. It's just like the shit they're talking about is funny. You can't help but laugh. You know, it's like sometimes I have a thought. uh, It's weird that it's funny that people are so laughing, but it's because they've never heard it articulated before. So that's funny. You know, my thoughts, when I just say them, they can be funny just because of the points that I'm making. So it's, mm-hmm. you know, I don't know. I'm I'm only responsible to go as far as the audience will allow me to go. So it's like with with information. So if I present information and the audience lets that ride and it's not an uproar of, no, that's wrong. You can't say that, blah, blah, blah. And, it, and I can continue going. That's what it's going to be. Yeah. For me, I will let the audience know where I'm going. Like, I don't, I, I, for love or money, have a thought. 
Mm-hmm. And I think it's true. If the audience says it's wrong, I think it's true. It's my time. You get up and you say your shit. I will take you there. Yeah, I will but take if, you there. if you're taking them there, I, I I think that's different. I'm just talking about just like trying to spit a fact or to make yeah. a point, just say yeah. like an example or something and it yeah. not be all the way accurate. Right. You know? Right. Yeah, exactly. We're not, I'm not, I don't have, you know, the index pages. We're not, there's no bibliography attached. Yeah. Like just. And sometimes I'm right. Sometimes yeah. I'm right. I'm not. I'm not just out there just being wrong. No, you know? exactly. Sometimes I'm right. You've said sometimes some I'm not right. Sometimes I'm wrong. I've noticed I I go more viral when I get it wrong. Okay, there we go. So it's let's starting just, to incentivize me to be be wronger. Let's just say it right now, Rob <laughs> Hayes thinks the world is flat. Is flat. Let's just say it nah, right here. Nah, that's not going to shake it up. Let's just say it right here. That's not going to shake it up because okay. people said that. Okay, let's just. I say think it. the world is vertical. Okay, there we go. The world Rob is vertical. Hayes thinks the world is vertical. It's not only is it flat, but it's flat this way. Yeah. You know, they, they claim it flat that way. That's easy. I'm saying it's flat this way. And I think it's an egg shape. An egg shape. Yeah. That's I think not it's an right. axis. Okay. You're looking at it wrong. Okay, it's, it's shaped an like egg. an egg. It's an egg. Mm-hmm. So you have it on the record. What? Whose egg? Dinosaur egg? The earth egg. Uh, chicken egg. It's like a really big kinder surprise. Uh, human egg. Uh, what what kind of well, egg? Well, the is human that? eggs are very, very small. Well, no, shape. We're just talking shape. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like a, just like a scrambled egg shape. Like the like egg. A scram- a like scramble? a scramble? You think egg. the earth is scrambled? Like an egg. Like like the ones you would make scrambled eggs with. I don't know, an egg. A hard-boiled egg? Yeah, it's a hard-boiled egg. And okay. I'm kidding. I'm just trying to get your shit. <laughs> I, I don't want to go viral for thinking the world well, is no, a fucking you, oval. You, 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 go, you, you go. You said the earth is you scrambled. Have, okay, vertical is worse <laughs> than 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 uh, than egg. Oh man, what's your favorite color sky? Blue. Let's keep it classic. This blue. Yeah, bright blue. A nice specific, blue. specific. Blue. A, a sunny blue sky with nice white cloud. Just a gorgeous sky. Just, just a plain light blue. Light blue. Light blue. Baby blue sky. Nothing mm-hmm. like it. Blue skies. Okay. Is there anything better? You wake up. You got walk blue outside skies. in Toy Story. Beautiful blue sky. Yeah. Beautiful. Clouds. Beautiful. Uh, okay. This is the first. You're the first person to say that. What do they say? Everybody's been on the like the sherbet, purpley pink. No, no, we got to keep it. I love the that. The orange. I love that. And the in the in the midnight dark. Mm-mm. You know. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. We had a nine o'clock ish, like like you know, just getting nighttime. We have nobody that's like two o'clock Saturday afternoon. Beautiful blue sunny sky. blue skies. There's nothing like it. There's nothing mm. like it. It's just home. It's just <sighs> shit's good. Okay. What a day. Okay. Beautiful day. I never get over a beautiful day. Been here about five years. I never get sick of getting out. And it's a beautiful day. Yeah. I love a beautiful day. I remember living in Montreal. I would wake up to go to school dark out. Minus 40. Cold snow taller than me ice walking with so much gear on waiting for the bus sometimes in a snowstorm you couldn't see the cars until they got so close to you that you could see the headlights coming through the snow 
mm-hmm. still dark out. You never knew if the bus was early or late because it was always off because of the snow. And you would get onto that bus. You're like, the bus is here. Heaven yeah. on earth. And you would get up on the bus to school. Those morning dark days, where it's, and it stays gray the whole day, and then 3.30 it's dark. I never get over a beautiful day. When, when were you in Montreal? I went. I, I grew up mostly in Montreal. I this was. I'm talking about when I had to take the bus to university. I was living in like kind of a really weird area, all very far from school, and I had to take this one bus, walk to it, stand there outside, no shelter. Ooh, in and the it's cold, literally you, you minus forty. Boots. Oh yeah, you got on boots. I had a long coat on, an overcoat. I had a scarf. I had a hat. My hood on the hat, pulled tight. Okay. Gloves. I mean, my little speaker, you know, my little earbuds in, just mm-hmm. on my glasses, I couldn't see anything because they're totally fogged. Dang. To- yeah. Because probably because the scarf, you got the, the scarf, scarf on, you can't, you, you, you can't, there's the... nothing. Mm-hmm. And anyway, you can, everything is white. You're in like white. The cars are going two inches an hour because they have to drive. You can't see until you get to the light. You can't see oh, the turn. Oh, okay. Yeah, like imagine just... So what's the temperature? How cold minus is it? Minus 40, minus 50. Degrees? Yeah, degrees. Fahrenheit? Yeah, it, it, it links up at that. I think minus... Minus, minus 40, four, minus 50? Yes. And the wind could kill you. The wind, fighting to walk against the wind. It's like... You could hear it. Is it is it warm on the bus when you finally so get on the warm. bus? The yeah. bus is incredible. You okay. take your hood off, you pull the hat on, you almost you unzip, you find a seat, heaven on earth. You unzip before you find a seat. You're unzipping, you're getting cozy, you're listening to tunes. So this bus isn't packed. Sometimes it's packed. You don't it's always packed. get a seat, yeah. If we missed two, but let's say the bus didn't come for hours, that mm-hmm. bus gonna be packed. If the buses have been coming, but buses break down all the time there, so the bus didn't come, so you have to wait for the next bus. That God bus, Lee. that bus has twice as many people on it. Yo, if so you you're out fucked. there in Montreal, you waiting on a bus right now? Listen to this podcast, oh. man. Shout out to y'all, man. <laughs> Literally. So a blue sky to me. Mm-hmm. What could? Already, my day is ten times easier than it ever okay. was. Okay, but see, I see you associating the blue sky with the sun that comes with it. Yes, and I don't ever do that. I don't think I ever put the like temperature with the sky. I have such a out the window of the inside of a car mm. idea of the sky that I don't. I'm not even associating it with temperatures. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I love to go because I'm feeling. You know when you're. You know, Montreal's such an outside city, even though it's so cold. It's like New York. You walk everywhere. You take transit everywhere. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Here, it's that different vibe where you're not walk- you're not outside a lot. Also, I'm from the south. Right. So, so that, that blue sky is the hottest part of the day. That's Ooh. the, like, get inside, get some shade. So you you coming from a negative 40, negative, negative 50 place. Mm-hmm. I'm coming from a 97 yeah. 99. I spent a lot of time in Atlanta over the pandemic because I was dating someone who had a family house there. And I love it. I love the humidity there. I'm such an East Coast heat person, too. I yeah. went to Florida just for a gig. I was just there a few weeks ago. 
hot as hell, humid. I'm in a t-shirt because I run cold. So for me to be in a t-shirt, it's got to be really hot. Mm-hmm. I love the dampness. There's nothing I love more than a hot summer night on the East Coast. A little anyway. bit. A little bit. Yeah. If I, you're you know. sitting on someone's stoop or you're smoking, you're drinking. Mm-hmm. The hot night is cool. The hot day can be a bit much. But it's a hot a day yeah. turning into a hot night can be really cool. I love that. Um I'm trying to I'm trying to think. The desert don't really rock with No. Don't at really all. rock with the dry oh. heat. Cause that's just hot. It's there's nothing there's no good smell of the tree. I like the Mm-mm. trees. Okay. I'm looking to go out to like Big Bear and that area and Idlewild. I love it. I need big trees, pine. I love that smell. The trees are cool. Growing up, I thought the trees was a little whack just because I didn't see them on TV that much. And so I felt like, well, why why do places on TV not look like this? Right. But now that I'm, like, older, I'm like, nah. Yeah. Trees is where it's at. Yeah. I'm all about the trees. I love sun on the trees. I love smelling that. The desert, it's, I'm, I'm like, dry. My skin is dry. Like, it's just, there's nothing to look at. Mm -hmm. It's fine for, like, one day with friends, but it's like the desert all the time. It, it it's deserted. That's what a desert is. I don't like, like that. I like life. I like lush. I love Atlanta and the South. So lush, so lush because of the humidity and the mm-hmm. weather. Wow, I love that. Also, man, I like. I I stayed in a comedy condo in Arizona Ooh, one time. So sorry. And like was like, oh, I'm gonna walk to the store. It's right down the street. By the time I get to the grocery store, I'm so sweaty, oh. and it's like I just I don't want it. I don't want this. No, I don't brutal. want this. Brutal. You know Other the worst places, is, but places places like Vegas, for instance, it's so hot. It's the worst. It's so hot. But then you go inside. It's freezing. It's like the nobody knows what temperature temperature control is. You know what we want? Room temperature. Well, you can't have it perfect in a casino. Sixty-eight they, to seventy-two. They, they want you. They want you freezing. It makes you. It makes you gamble. Makes you gamble worse too. They 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 trying to get you. It is freezing everywhere. We just want room temperature. No, they're not gonna have it room temperature in Vegas seventy-two. They they want you a little antsy. They want you paying for stuff. I'm not. When I I've been to Vegas, I give myself one hundred dollars, not a penny more. I cashed out at one thirteen last time. You see me take a picture. So half of my thirteen dollar winnings. This Jew in Vegas is not. You're not getting me. I set my budget. I stick to it. Yeah, that's the way I do it. And then I'm freezing the whole time there. Mm. I I haven't been to Vegas in a minute, but yeah, I haven't had that like lucky streak yet where I've went no. and just just you know. No, no, it's not. I, I, don't, I don't think like I play enough. I don't like to lose five dollars. The whole thing is a stress. Mm-hmm. It's not for me. That's not fun for me to play with money. Yeah, it's not. Yeah. That's not fun. It's fun for me to play. An arcade game to do air hockey. You ever play air hockey? That's Have a fun I one. Have I ever played air hockey? Of course I've played so air hockey. So that's a fun game. If they had yeah. that at Vegas, I would do that. They, there's plenty of arcades in Vegas. Okay, well, you mm-hmm. know, you have to seek them out. And plus, the you know, it's not, you know. I got you. <laughs> do you believe in other universes? Is there another Robbie somewhere living a different life? I think... Yeah, sure. When I think anything is possible. I think it's as crazy that we're here 
mm-hmm. as that there would be an afterlife, as that there would be another universe. I mean, everything is insane. The fact that I'm not plugged in to a wall, I don't have a battery, and I'm and I'm working is wild. So you can tell me that's like when people are like, oh, there's definitely no after. I'm like, we don't know anything. A lot of times I see you and you do look like you you could be in the Matrix. Really? What do you mean? You have on a leather jacket. I do have a leather jacket. You know, you got you got your glasses. You got yeah. everything kind of slicked down, real yeah. ma- Matrixy, and it's okay, like good. if the Matrix were to pop off, I think Robbie would be ready. Thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> I appreciate that support. I haven't seen the Matrix, but I should watch it, and I know there's a new one now. So you said people plugged in. Immediately, I was like, oh, she's oh, referencing are they the, plugged the in? Matrix. Yeah. I didn't know Spoiler that they were plugged alert. in. Okay, no, no, it's fine. How many years? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm not going back and watching things. If I miss something, I'm not seeing it. Okay, the first Star Wars I saw was the one with Adam Driver. Everybody's like, you have to go back and watch the other ones. I'm not going back. I'm not doing it. I didn't even it's like so that easy. one. I'm not doing it. I don't care. These movies are all for kids. It's like a bad guy, a good guy. They're they're one, you know, you one is somebody's father. No, but guys? it's just it's the, the the dialogue is elementary. All these superhero movies, Thor, you know. I'm like, I'm not seven. Can we get some fucking? Can we get people drinking and doing grown up things? Like I don't want to watch a, a guy in a cape run around like I did with a towel around my neck when I was seven. Why? Why are you making that seem like it's bad? It's just it's it's not bad. We need maybe one a year. Not every movie is this. What if they got better towels now and you put it around your neck now and it's like all right, this this like a spawn I'm not, cake. I'm not this, doing it. This, this, I'm not this, doing it. This towels, <laughs> this towel doing it. No, it was hard to keep the towel on, eh? Because mm-hmm. you can't really tie. You have to get a hair. Lo- it was with your kids' strength, but now with your adult strength, you can get that towel on good. Yeah, I don't want the you got towel. You got to bring it back. Bring I the towel I'm not back. Bringing the towel back. <laughs> Towel superhero, <laughs> towel superhero. So, so what? Do, what movies do you like then? If you don't like, you know what? You're an all-time great complainer. I will say oh, that. Thank you. I appreciate. I will that. say that. that I do like a good complaint. For me to complain is to enjoy. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. It, I'm not. I'm not complaining. I'm not. I'm enjoying. Okay. I'm I being could, thorough. Uh, yeah. I could be on a yacht and complain. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mm-hmm. mean the yacht's bad. No. Calm down. Okay, I like your shit. But I was expecting better beverages on yeah. such a yacht. If you could be, if you could buy such an expensive boat, you'd think you'd have the good stuff. Mm-hmm. Something like that. So some people might take that as a complaint. I take it as a constructive criticism. And I'm always trying to just make it better. I think even the best things can be better. The best we things never can be arrive. Better. Mm-hmm. Okay? Mm-hmm. That's the journey for me. So it's to enjoy. Complaining is to enjoy. Got you. So what kind of movies do you prefer? Grown-up movies. Grown-up movies. Okay, what did I see like recently grown-ups? I loved? No. <laughs> what did I see recently that I loved? Fire of Love. Fire of Love. Okay, it's about the two volcano scientists who okay. fall in love. They follow volcanoes. Incredible. It's a French movie with subtitles. Amazing. It's a documentary. I love documentaries. Okay. Um, I... Yeah. I don't know. There's a lot of movies I love. Okay. I just can't. Have you you seen Tar? No. And I heard I would hate it. Somebody told me I would hate it. It was a lot of movie. It was a a whole lot of movie. And it was like, I thought I was getting one thing and then I got something else. 
And then I was like, I don't even know if what I got was good. No. But I want to make what I thought I was getting. Okay, good. I'll see that. I'll support a Friends I, movie. I want to, because I thought I was getting a suspense thriller. Right. And the person's a conductor, so they can hear super well and hear yeah. all kind of things. And so now they're not focused on music. They're focused on footsteps and people okay. in the background, and it, and it's driving them crazy. So it's kind of a psycho thriller and a real thriller at the same time because what's going on with them and their gift and their ability. And what I got was a movie about a conductor or the the uh what's the head of the orchestra called? A conductor. Okay. A conductor that was uh just moving around like a man. And I was like that's interesting as well, but at the same time, I thought I thought somebody was coming I to kill. I will not be seeing Tar. Yeah. Okay, I have no you've not sold me on Tar. I'm okay. Well, you like the dialogue to be uh not elementary, not okay, good perfect. guy, bad guy. They they got they got the words for you. Okay, I like they the worst the... person in the world. I like that movie, The Worst Person in the World. I okay. love romance. Okay. I like you know, I liked old school rom coms. I like romantic dramas. I like family. I like you know, things based in in people. Let me tell you a rom com I just saw recently for the first time. Have you ever seen Who's Got You've Got Mail? No, I haven't. Okay. Is it good? What I would <laughs> you're you're laughing that I haven't seen that. <laughs> what I would say is is the third act, your man Tom Hanks is a, is a little little problematic. You know what I'm saying? Like he doesn't like, seem. Listen, him and Elvis made me so sick. Oh, I haven't seen I'm Elvis yet. I haven't I'm seen Elvis. I, I'm, I'm I don't over want it. Elvis to just get the spins off me that quick. You know, like yeah, the, we are they making movies out of people I never thought they'd make movies out of. I thought there'd be an Elvis movie for sure, but I didn't know they was gonna make a James Brown movie. I didn't know they was gonna make a a Queen movie. Right. You know, I didn't know we was gonna see. I used to watch docs about Queen and be like, man, they they're never gonna make a movie. They're never gonna find somebody that looks like Freddie Mercury. They never gonna, you know. And they're doing it. Did you and see the doing movie? It. I saw the movie. I loved it. When they was doing all the stuff where they was like putting the the jar change and throwing it around in the studio and stuff. And it's like, yeah, how did they make these songs sound like this? How did they make these first couple albums sound like they do? Because like, I love that the second Queen album, two, boy, that thing. Okay, I got to go back. I got to go back. back. I need your Rex, and I might see that movie now. You know what? It's a good driving record, too. Okay, I love that. If you're on a nice long road trip, you throw that two on when you're driving through some nature or something. Okay, I'm going to hit you up. Okay. Fire. When you get to the ogre battle and they start getting on their Game of Thrones stuff, and it's like, man, yeah. Okay, I got to do it. Because they get into some high fantasy stuff. People don't even know what Queen was on back then. They was, you know, they got... I can't wait. I can't wait. I feel with some of these, like, biopic movies, and that's why I haven't seen that one, 
Like the Elvis one really, you know, it was so just like a timeline. They, they didn't focus on the story and character. Many characters were left underdeveloped or not developed at all. Tom Hanks decided to to put on some weird accent and a fat suit. It just wasn't a great look. Wait, was Tom Hanks Elvis? No, 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 no. Elvis was played by Elvis was done really well by um I don't know his name, but really cute, amazing actor. Um but the movie and his performance was great, but the movie itself, the writing was unserviced, the characters were underdeveloped. I, you know, one one biopic that I loved was Walk the Line. Okay. Johnny Cash. Okay. Because I thought not only Joaquin. did it, chron- yeah, did it chronologically follow things, it focused on the story mm-hmm. and the character. Mm-hmm. So whether you knew or not him, anybody could watch that movie. I didn't mm-hmm. feel the same for something like Elvis that put a lot of glitz and glam and went light on the heart of the movie. I felt like Walk the Line serviced the heart. Okay. And all the stuff. And it was just an amazing movie. So I'm harder on biopics now because I feel like studios are following more of a equation of yeah. what sells. Oh, that's you that's know evident I mean? if you saw yeah. Rocket Man. Okay, see, I Rocket didn't want to see Rocket Man. Rocket I heard. Man, it was all equations this up is in what there. I'm it's saying. like, all right, yeah, I see what y'all doing. I don't know. care for that. And then Rocket Man had, like, Elton John, like, he made Rocket Man. He blasting in the outer space and stuff. And, like, it's like, all right, y'all doing a lot. Elton John still here. He's going he gonna to tell y'all tomorrow he ain't, he ain't go to space for real. Yeah, it's you know? it's too much. They need to just take it back, go to the heart of who these people were and what they drove them, and make it inspiring again. I don't care how much how much lights and 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 budget you spend on color and you know mixing and all that. It's just without the heart and soul of the movie, which is the characters and the development and their struggle and story. All of that means nothing to me. With that plus your budget, we can yeah. go anywhere. Did you see Ray? I did see Ray years ago. Ray was another great one. Mm-hmm. Ray was mm-hmm. a good one where they got again. But see, I feel like we're moving away from that. Those mm-hmm. biopics like the Ray and the walk the line. They took back the heart to of who these people were mm-hmm. and then they blew it out yeah. and they had the budgets. But now we're starting with the budgets. Forget this. Let's make sure we have a car flip. Let's make sure we get this in before taking time to have a scene that maybe he's just talking to. You know, yeah. somebody about his goals and hopes. I really like Get On Up. I feel like Get Ooh. On Up is is not like a like a distinct timeline. It's kind of all over okay. the place. But to me, Get On Up reminds me if like you had a conversation with James Brown, this is what it. it would be like. This is you it. Know, like, hey, you, you know, seventies. You know, it was in Boston. I love that. My little king just that. It was very serious. If they wanted to make a real Michael Jackson film, include the boys, I'd be open. But they're not ready to go there. The Jacksons, The American Dream is a classic miniseries. Oh, really? I watch it all the time. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I don't know if I... It was on ABC. It's all the Jackson 5 all the way to, like, the Jacksons around, like... uh, but they're Thriller. not going anywhere critical anymore, is what I'm saying. Walk the Line and Ray, they went somewhere critical. We saw Johnny Cash's flaws. Oh, and in we, fact, we, it was part of the journey of the movie. And They get beat. You see the dad's flaws. Yeah, you exactly. Know, you see, like, yeah. Exactly. You see, no. This, so if they did it's say, six hours. Yeah, say they did a Michael Jackson thing, I know that they would honey wash it. I know that they wouldn't go over a lot of the stuff that 
you know, he was maybe up to. So all of these movies are so, how do I say they're, they're almost like dumbed down for kids now. They're like spectacles. They're not well, like you, heartfelt You're dealing movies. with somebody's life, yeah. you know. You're dealing with, with, and you're dealing with somebody's legacy, and, and, and it, it's a lot to that. It's a lot that people see stuff on the screen. Um, I don't know if you've seen I, Tina, but, like, Tina Turner and the way that they depicted her story, and the, she told her own story to put to try to put an end to it. Yeah, and and it and it blew up, and then they made it into a movie. And you know, for a long time, people tried to define Tina Turner by her having domestic abuse from right. Ike Turner instead of the amazing artist that she and is. generational performer that she is, and that's messed up. So yes. What's got to do it? What's love got to do with it? Is a great movie, but at the same time, it's like, dang, the like the more she did to try to bury it. They told her to write the book. She wrote the book, I Tina, with Kurt Loder from MTV News, and you know, the more they did to try to bury it, the more it just became a part of the lore of Tina Turner, and that's sad. Yeah, that's really sad. And by the way, for the record, I don't want to see a Michael Jackson biopic. Okay. I'm just saying, and for the reason that people are flawed, maybe something shouldn't be movies, and there's a lot of things we probably shouldn't see in that mm-hmm, movie. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do appreciate when movies take risks to show a fuller, even even if it's a superhero movie like Joker I saw, again mm-hmm, with Joaquin mm-hmm. Phoenix, actually. I never saw a superhero movie really before. I saw that one because I thought it would, you know... I, and it was very dark, and it was a complex story of like a villain in. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. I thought shout it was out really. To Sam Morrell, I thought. Shout oh, really? Out to Chris Red. Shout yeah. out to Mark Marin. Okay, okay, they all worked on that. They're the comedians in the movie. Oh right, that's unbelievable. <laughs> it's a memory. Sam Morrell yeah. joke in the in the DC universe. That's amazing. So yeah, I thought it was handled great, you know. And not everybody needs a movie, but if we're making the movie. As full a picture as possible is is just what I want. Mm-hmm, um, sounds mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. So, yeah. And I hope movie making goes back to that. But because we're so into the equations and what sells and studios are, ris- you know, it's. You got to do that math on the side. That's yeah. my plan. My plan is to make stuff that is good, but still do the equations on the side. Check your boxes or yes. whatever. But go off and, and yeah, I agree. Do it in the in if you, fun and if ways. you're ever casting for your movie, if you need a landlord or a neighbor, <laughs> I am excellent at both. You just if you need a landlord to call, okay, yeah, you need a neighbor. I'll do any of those things. Got you. Yeah, I could also be potentially depending the venue at a front desk of something. Okay. Okay, really would depend what. <laughs> Dope. Okay, I got you. Uh, Robbie, is it where can the people find you? They can find me everywhere online. I'm Robbie Hoffman on Instagram for nudes. Okay. Uh, for some pretty semi-viral tweets. Okay. Uh, they can go to I am Robbie Hoffman on Twitter. I am in New York one week from now, Friday, November 11th, at Littlefield, doing an hour. Where As part like of the New York weeks? Comedy Festival, I have my opening acts, Trace Stewart, Harrison Weinreb, two of the funniest people I know. This will be the best show in the festival, hands down. You hear that, the rest of y'all in the festival? That's y'all it. Y'all shows ain't nothing. No, exactly. Compared to 
Robbie Hoffman show exactly. at Littlefield. Littlefield such a great venue. It really is. The comedy just bounces off the walls. It's excellent. Yeah. Fun multicolored background behind you. Yeah, they got the colors. They mm-hmm, got they got mm-hmm. uh, DJ. Sometimes the sound booth is good. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's very nice. That's been the inconsistent podcast with Rob Hayes. Please make sure you rate, comment, subscribe. This is the season finale. We'll be back. Look at that. With season two after this. Um, so make sure y'all check out what we're doing. Uh, we're not going to be on a long break, but we might end up being on a one-week break with the best of episodes, so make sure y'all check out that. Peace.